Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Lisa Jimenez, and she is from the She Is Me conference. And we met on Instagram, and I'm going to be speaking at the She Is Me conference on Saturday, October 15th. Is that the right day? (laughs) Like, keep me straight, October 15th. And so I wanted to bring Lisa on and have her introduce herself and to tell us a little bit about her healing journey. She also is somebody that has chronic illness and also about how she is able to find joy no matter what the circumstances, because if she's able to do that, she's a girl after my own heart. (laughs) All right, Lisa, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you, please. Hi, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Lisa and I founded the She Is Me conference, but I also have founded a company called uh, Creative Life Happy Soul. And it's really a way to teach you how to find yourself find your power through creativity, Mm -hmm. but also to learn how to find joy and get to that vibration, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what. And it really teaches you how to take responsibility for your emotions, how to decide what you want to feel, how you want to feel, how you want to respond, not react. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's best for you first all the time, right now, right now, right now, right mm-hmm. now, right. Mm-hmm. Oof. How was I able to find, how, how was I able to learn this and do the work? I had a, a wonderful teacher that I came across. It was a, it's a crazy story. It's just, it's one of those things, synchronistic, um, you know, universal match, right? Those Where, are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I had been looking for. Um, I'd been. I've been a student of astrology and um, and uh, energy and attraction and everything else for for thirty years. And mm-hmm. um, in the in the year uh, two thousand, I moved from Southern California to Northern California, and mm-hmm. um, I had my husband and I had our own business, and I had um, gone to this ne- networking group. BNI, I do a little shout out. I I go to a BNI as well. (laughs) (laughs) And I was late and you know how they don't like them. Anyone being late and I'm rarely late rare. I mean, it's rare. I'm usually the early one Mm -hmm. um, because I, I just don't like being late. And, um, and I was late and cause I couldn't find it mm-hmm. and it was at the, so if you know anything in San Jose, we have the Winchester mystery house and it was at mm-hmm. the Winchester mystery house in their conference room. Well, you have to go through the gift shop and down this hall. And I, I just couldn't find it. And I was kind of freaked out. I was at Winchester too. So I was like, what's going on? Um, anyway, so I sleep, I sneak in. And of course it's one of those doors that's got the handle to open, you know, that you got to push on and it's making noise. Yes. And this little lady up in the front goes, come on, I've got a seat right here. And I said, okay. And I had just been thinking that like the week before that I really need to find another astrology teacher. I really need to find someone like that to work with because I was really getting into something and I just needed some guidance. And I sit down, she goes, hi, my name's Mary. I'm a professional astrologer. And she hands me her card. And I was like, okay, yay, universe. You know, anyway, she also was a, someone who was my teacher and mentor for like 20 years. She was just mm. absolutely amazing. And prior to her doing this work, she had been, um, 
she's she had a master in psychology. She was uh, the the uh, senior VP of HR at IBM for twenty something <laughs> years. I mean, she was an amazing woman. Uh-huh. And so I had this great woman, and she taught me these tools. She gave me these tools and she taught me these processes of how to find joy or get to joy. Mm-hmm. I say get to because it's a step-by-step process, right? Mm-hmm. But what it requires of us is to be fully aware in the yep. moment yep. all the time mm-hmm. and to know exactly how we feel. Because yep. a lot of times we're getting these, the, we're having these feelings and we don't know what they are because we never stop to pay attention. Amen. (laughs) And we do something like go in the kitchen and get something to eat or fix ourselves a cocktail or a glass of wine or um, yell at the kids or, you know, something instead of going, okay, I'm not feeling in alignment right now. I'm feeling a little off. What is that? Mm -hmm. And how can I feel better? Even if it's just a step up or two steps, how Mm -hmm. can I feel better? Mm -hmm. Right. And why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And then giving yourself, yeah, all you need is two minutes. Sit down and feel it. Is I it know. sadness? Is it anger? What is it? Sit down and feel it. Go in the bathroom, close the door so the kids can't get to you. Feel what it is. Acknowledge it. Yes. Thank it for mm-hmm. showing up because you needed to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then feel better, you know, and then move to that next level, whatever that next level is. Yeah. And, and that's part of my teaching is teaching you what those levels are and how to get up those levels and, and know those things. You know, it takes practice. Mm-hmm. It takes awareness. It takes patience. You have to be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think the first, th- the first time that I was like aware of emotions, I was like, oh, emotions, like <laughs> these, these are things are so inconvenient, these darn emotions. And then when I heard people talking about like, just like allowing emotions to be in your body, I was like, that sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Like, it's going to take too long. Like if you're telling me like, I got to feel sad, then I'm going to feel sad for the rest of the day. And what I learned too, which I think is what you're talking about, is that when you just allow sadness, it actually doesn't want to stay. Like it wants to just flow through, but it's me not wanting to feel sadness that makes the sadness last for so long when it's really like, it could just be a two minute thing. Because it's constantly, it's constantly tapping at the door, right? Tapping at the door, tapping at the door. And you're like trying to ignore that tapping. I always think about it like a little toddler, like, Hey, Hey mom, mom, I need you. I need you. (laughs) Well, I think about it like this. I think about it, like, think about your taxes every year, right? Mm -hmm. Every year you go, Oh no, I have to do my taxes. And you wait and you wait and you wait. And it's right there at you all the time. And all they're talking about is tax season. And you see the lady on the was standing as Statue of Liberty out on the street. And you're like, oh my God, I haven't done my taxes yet. (laughs) And then when you finally sit down to do your taxes, it takes like 20 minutes and you're done. Right. Right. And you've been procrastinating and pushing it off for all this time. And you're like, oh, really? I mean, how many times do we do that in our lives where so we avoid something. We're so afraid of doing it. And we're so in like, oh no, I have to do that. I just really don't want to. And then you do it and it takes 10 minutes and you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to sit and feel something, even if you have to sit and cry and get it out, yes. isn't that better? 
than having it knocking at the door all the time and avoiding it and then eating something or drinking something or smoking something or spending all of your money because you're avoiding that knocking at the door. Mm -hmm. Like think about it that way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. So I, I'm curious, like, what do you do to raise your vibration, to be at that energetic level of joy? Like what, what are the daily things that you do? Right. So we couldn't possibly be at joy 150,000%, right? We just can't be at joy all the time. There's not, it's not, that's not the human condition. Mm -hmm. Can we get to joy every day? We can't joy, love, highest vibration. We can get there. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to, I like to point out that, that happiness, joy is an inside thing. Joy is all of us feeling all of our cells rejoicing, right? Yes. Happiness is an external thing that comes at Mm, you. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Somebody making you laugh, somebody, you know, you can feel, you can feel sad. You can be in grief and you can still be laughing and somebody makes you happy. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that your body is resonating in joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are two separate things. Yeah. So yes, you can be happy, but how do you feel joy? Well, number one, you have to allow it. Amen. And you can't, so many women I know don't allow it because they think they don't deserve it. Right. <laughs> I don't so deserve backwards. <laughs> so backwards. Um, but how can you get there? Like, so here's some of the tips and tricks that I do. Number one, mm-hmm. I have a couple of people on YouTube that I absolutely love and I can always pull up their video and no matter what they're doing, they're going to make me laugh and they're going to remind me that I'm worthy. And they're going to remind me that um, nothing really matters that whatever it is that's on my mind, it doesn't matter that much. You know what I mean? I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I have an amazing family. I have an amazing chosen family. I've created some wonderful things. Like those are the things we forget about because we're so driven to keep going, keep accomplishing, keep, you know, we beat ourselves up. Yeah, we're and where's not. the finish line, right? No there finish is no line. finish line. <laughs> well, yeah. When you're dead, there's a finish right. line. You, yes. did, you did it. You did yeah. it. You killed yourself from working so hard and stressing out so much. But, um, uh, you know, my cousin yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, she heard her back. And then yesterday I said, how's your back? Are you okay? No, in the evening, how's your back? Are you okay? And she said, oh yeah, I took it easy today. And then she listed all the stuff she did. And I go, that is not taking it easy. That's not taking it easy. You did like a thousand things. Why do you think you have to be so productive? Who's, who's managing your time and managing your productivity? No one, but you. Right. Right. And so you have to allow yourself to feel joy. And that is, that's one of the biggest hurdles that we have to overcome. Um, Mm -hmm. but then, but then I have little tricks. Like I have, I make myself stop. If it's something that just keeps knocking at my door and it's Mm -hmm. something that I'm putting off, I go, okay, you know what? I need to stop. And I stop and I put on, you know, I have a list of favorite movies or series. And even if I've watched them a hundred times, they can bring me back to or keep me going up that emotional scale to where I'm feeling yeah. better. And uh-huh. all I want to do is feel better. So mm-hmm. my, my goal is not to get to joy every day. My goal mm-hmm. is not to get so far down the list, so yeah. far down into the negative 
uh-huh. that I can't reach joy if I want to, right? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. So I used to live in, you know, worry and, um, and jealousy and um, powerlessness and everything. And I mean, those things feel so bad. They do. You know, and that's, yeah. And that's when you manifest all this terribleness in your body, mm-hmm. right? It's like, because you're just, your, your cells are all like, oh. <laughs> well, what you focus on grows. What you focus on grows. Mm-hmm. But when you focus on something like, <clears throat> I want to feel better. I just want to feel better. So that's one of my tricks. Like mm-hmm. when I'm starting to feel a little bit bad, the first thing I say to myself is I just want to feel better. Even if it's a little bit, I just want to feel yeah. better. And then I ask to feel better. All right, universe. I really like to feel better. You know, I'd really like to not feel as much pain as I'm in right now. I'd like to, you know, be able to go golfing tomorrow or whatever it is that, you know. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there's like a little bit of surrender in that too. There's absolutely surrender. Where you're just like, okay, I see where I'm at and I I'm ready for a shift. Maybe I don't know exactly how to get to that shift, but like that desire is there. Desire is there. And then you have to let go, Mm -hmm. right? You have to, uh, you have to allow it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that allowing is letting go. And I, you know, I teach my students that everything you want is on the other side of the door, but -hmm. if you're standing and putting your hands and putting pressure against the door and not letting it in, then what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Let go. Step out of the way. Let that's, that when door you, open. that's when it feels like you're working so hard. You're like, I'm working right. so hard and I'm not getting what I want. It's like, stop pushing against the door. Just let it open. Why are you sitting against the door? <laughs> um, so yeah, let it open. And even if you're scared and you let it go just a little bit, something's going to come in and you're going to start having those, those amazing experiences. And you're going to be like, whoa, that lady just gave me her card and that's exactly what I was looking for. You know, that kind of thing. And, um, and then as soon as you see that, you're like, I want more, I want more. So I better let go a little bit. It takes courage to be that vulnerable, to stop and say, you know what? I have to let, I have to stop. I have to stop trying to control everything all the time because I'm not that powerful. Mm -hmm. I have to stop. Um, you don't have to stop wanting. You can keep asking and wanting and, and that's fine, but you have to allow it. And mm-hmm. so, so many of us, and that's why at, at the conference I'll be talking about when's the last time you had fun because yes. no, none of us allow that. When's the last time you had fun where you weren't looking at your watch, mm-hmm. you weren't worrying about what your husband was thinking you were doing. You mm-hmm. weren't worrying about the kids having to be somewhere. You weren't worried about what you were going to say or who was going to take it the wrong way or you know what I mean all of those yeah. things and when we were kids we would just run up and down the street screaming and blah, yes. blah, 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 right and the world was we'd lay down in the clover and we'd look up at the sky and and uh somebody you'd hear somebody screaming off in the distance somebody's riding by on, by on their skateboard everybody was having fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with no concern of anything but them right then, right then, right then at that moment. Well, and the fun was the point. Fun was the point. Like that was literally the end objection was just to have fun. <laughs> All the time. Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny. mom, I have to go outside because I'm going to have fun. I can't sit here. And I, I would eat my dinner so fast so I could get back outside to have yeah. fun. Yeah, totally. And it's funny. I shared this on the show a few weeks ago, but I, I had gotten to a point like a few months ago where I was like, I don't even know what I like to do anymore. What do I like to do? I was talking to my husband and he's like, Shelby, come on. Like, you know what you like to do. Like you. And so I, yeah. but I consciously had to write down a fun list. So I was like, what is it that is fun for me? I'm like, like, oh, I really like just going out in the hammock and sitting and reading a book there for a couple of minutes. Right. I like right. playing my mandolin out on the out on the front porch I have with my a mandolin son. too. Yay. Nice. Yeah, <clears throat> I like these little pieces that you can look forward to. I'm like mm-hmm. I like what is it that is calling to me that I stopped doing? And usually for me it's like you stopped playing music. You should start playing music again. Right. Right. So that's exactly what happened. You know, I, I got married. I had kids. I had a high powered job. I had soccer practice. I had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand things. Yeah. And I had a husband who was very demanding and, you know, it, it was not fun. And, and everything that brought me joy, everything that made me happy, everything that was fun, I put down. Mm-hmm. And I think I just said, I, we just talked about this is that, you know, he would call me the woman who killed plants because I'd buy a plant and be so happy and I wanted to nurture it and, you know, make it grow and, or not make it grow, but you know yeah. what I mean? Be there, watch it grow. Yeah. And, um, and it would die because I had so many other things yes. that I forget to water it. And I, and that's just like, if I can't keep a plant alive, what the heck am I doing? Right. <laughs> and afterwards, after leaving that relationship, I had my kids, I had work, but I had all this free time and I didn't know what the heck brought me joy. I had no idea what I loved. I I had lost touch with that. And so I called my parents and I said, what did I love to do when I was a kid? Like, what is it that really like lit me up? And my mom said, well, you love to play music. You love to sing. You loved to draw and paint and, Mm -hmm. you know, like that was your thing. I went down and got myself a canvas and some paints. I bought a new guitar, you know, all this stuff and, um, and just started saying, oh yeah, I do love this. And then like, then you find, you know, it's one of those magical things when you're creating that time has just slipped away. And the next thing you know, it's five hours later and you're like, I haven't even gotten up to pee, you know, it's just (laughs) like, it's so you're in the flow. in the aligned, yeah. right? It's been so aligned. So, um, so one thing that we do is we have fun, right? When you work with me, we have fun. Mm-hmm. We uh, we create things, and we remember what we love and who we are. We remember, yes. and it's not about remembering who you were before the trauma because you don't want right. to be the person you were before the trauma. Mm-hmm. It's not. That. It's who you intrinsically are, who you were born to be mm-hmm. and building the courage up to be that because it's mm-hmm. scary trying to be yourself when you've been hiding your whole life, Amen. right? Um, it's, it's scary. Like who is anyone going to still like me? Mm-hmm. Is my husband still going to like me? Is my, are, are my friends all going to abandon me? Cause they'll be like, what the heck, you know, where'd that come from? Right. But you don't have to just be like, <laughs> like, this is, this is me today. This is me tomorrow. You know, you don't have to be like that 
thing. You can just shift. And we talked about this yesterday on a live, like you can just shift little by little. I'm going to make this little shift in my life. I'm going to make this little shift in my life. And as you can work your way to feeling better every day, then the shift is that much easier. Yes, I completely agree. And if you're listening and you're not seeing this on the YouTube channel, I, I, I mentioned it last week on the podcast, but I've got this, this sign behind me that says the world needs who you were made to be. And I think that yes. speaks to exactly what you're talking about is we think that we need to be some version of us that's not authentic, but the person that you are after the trauma, after the hard things that you've gone through, that is helping you to step into the person that you were made to be, that the world right. needs that version of right. you. You're constantly creating a new you every day. Everything you learn, everything you hear, everything, you know, you're creating this new you. And I think what people mean to say when they say, I want to be the person I was before this is that you want to be happy again. I want to be in joy again. I don't think you want to be that person who didn't know what they didn't know in order to enter into this traumatic experience, right? That's, that's not who you want to be. You want to be who you are now, but you want to be happy again. Yeah. You want to find joy again. You don't want to think about that thing every second of every day and how it's affected you. You want to get past it. So, and you can, mm-hmm. you it's totally possible. Can. I can. And I'm not agree. saying like, you don't have to forget it ever happened. Mm-hmm. You don't have to forgive anything. You just have to not have to think about it every minute of every day so that it cripples you going forward in your life, in your, in your evolution. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been so amazing having you on the show today and tell us a little bit about the, she is me conference and how we can get tickets to it. Absolutely. She is me conference.com is the website. You can go there and get your tickets and you can see um, there's a speaker's catalog under the 2022 conference. There's a speaker's catalog. You can see all of the speakers, all 60 plus speakers, their bios, their links, everything else. Um, Tickets are $99 for the conference. And that includes the live event and on-demand access. So that's really phenomenal. Um, We also have an entire season. We have 10 events plus the conference this year. So 11 events in the 2022-2023 season. Um, You can buy a season pass. It'll include the conference and it's $199. So you're going to get all access to all of those speakers and and all the great teachings and, and empowerment and inspiration and everything that's happening at the conference. Um, if you want to be a speaker, there's an application. You can, uh, you know, apply to be a speaker at one of those events. Um, what else? Oh, we also have, and I know I wanted to mention, this is what I was trying to mention earlier oh, yeah. and I'd forgotten about. We were on we Instagram a- earlier. So if you want yes, to hear a yes. different thing we talked about, you can hop over on our Instagram too. <laughs> um, we have a section of the site called Storytellers. And if you have a story, and you want to release it, and you just want to feel better, you can submit it to the storyteller section. It can be a video. It can be a written story. It can be a poem. It can be a song. 
It could be anything you want. You can be anonymous. You can have your first name. You can have make up a name. I don't care. We don't care. It's all about telling our story. So you can tell your story in a safe place, shame and judgment free on She Is Me, on the She Is Me platform. We also have a marketplace. So if you are a woman owned business and you want to advertise to an amazing amount of women globally, you can put your product or service on the marketplace and you can sponsor the conference as well. So there is a spon- there are sponsorship opportunities. So there's a lot going on wow. to get your, uh, your, your name, your story, your business, your product or service out there to the rest of the world with She Is Me. That's incredible. Thank you so much. It's been amazing having you and I look forward to working with you more. Have a great one. Thank you so much, Shelby. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. Bye.